I'm Sara Vieira, and this is the Code Sandbox Podcast. Collaboration, especially when it comes to coding environments, can be really tricky. How do you make it so that people can work together easily, whether it's asynchronously or in real time? Luckily, today, we're talking to someone who knows all about collaboration. Our guest this week is John Linguist. He's the co-founder of Ejedra.io. We talked about how we went from creating video tutorials on YouTube to building the entire platform that is Ejed today. He shared how he onboards new instructors and collaborators with developers. And he also gave us a preview of his latest project. Let's go. Hello, John. Nice to see you. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? Nice to see you too. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Please tell us a bit about yourself. What do you do at Egghead? So Egghead is a site where you can go learn a lot of stuff. Joel Hooks and I started it about eight years ago. My role was mostly when Joel and I got started. I was the original content creator and we had these short, terse, concise videos to help people learn some of the more advanced concepts in JavaScript land, the JavaScript community in general. And Egghead has grown from there, from those eight years ago, mostly in part to, to Joel and, and his expertise into a much larger platform that helps people develop their skills and get better jobs and all that sort of stuff. So if you consider my role, you can think Joel does, he's built the site from the ground up. He's done all of the marketing. He's done all of the hires. He's done all the work with the people making illustrations, like networking and bringing other instructors on. Well, I've, I've done some of that. But my role has been all around the lesson side of it, as far as teaching people how to use our egghead style. Don't waste people's time is essentially what it boils down to, is people are busy. They want to get in and learn the thing that they came to the site for. So I've been doing that. I, I train people on how to do that. I still make tons of lessons. I'll hit a thousand soon enough. But yeah, so, so that's me. I'm, I'm mostly on the lesson side. I make tons of demos, tons of lessons. I've forgotten more frameworks than I care to think about. We've been around for a while. It's funny to be sort of a household name at some point. What were you doing before you started doing these lessons? So I was working at a consultancy called Roundarch for a while. I worked at a place called Schematic for a while. There's more like marketing and flashy sites. So I did like stuff for Disney and stuff for Target. Like my biggest claim to fame is I was I was the project lead on HBO.com. It doesn't exist anymore, but it was fancy back in the day, back in the flash days. Did stuff for like the Air Force, Bloomberg. Like I kind of gotten around with a bunch of big, big names and kind of seen how everything works. And then eventually I really love the whole tooling side of things in developer world. And I reached out to JetBrains. They make WebStorm and IntelliJ and all the very famous products. I reached out to them about doing a kind of dev advocate position. And that was about 10 years ago. And they brought me on as like their North American, because they're a Russian-based company, dev advocate. And I did that for a couple of years and was kind of doing like egghead on the side or just separate lessons on the side. I was doing lessons for WebStorm and IntelliJ and all that, which are probably still out there somewhere. But yeah, so that was like my... If you ever want to get burned out of conferences, just you know, go to conferences four times a month and sit at a booth the entire time. <laughs> so I, I lived that life for a while, but then Egghead came around. So it's weird. I haven't thought about a resume in a long time. It's one of those things people worry about, but I just haven't haven't thought about writing down what I've what I've done. I just want to say that if you want to get burned out, you can also speak at those conferences. That also works. 
I didn't know you had to you were a developer advocate before, but that makes sense. Like you have the the like willingness to teach of a developer advocate. Do you think that what you did as a developer advocate helped you in creating Egghead and creating the content that you did in YouTube and Egghead and everything? Yeah, I, mean, I got a ton of practice making lessons that way. And I got a lot of experience speaking in front of crowds. So that'll always be valuable, especially the with a constant stream of people coming up to you at a booth asking you random questions. You never know what question you're going to get. And so you kind of prepare for everything. And if you don't know the answer, you got to find the answer fast. I think all of those are valuable skills we don't really talk about too much, but I definitely think that's helped me be flexible with the ever-changing, you know, JavaScript community. And JavaScript today is nothing like it was last year. And you got to learn to live with that. You can't get angry at it. You can't shake your fist at the sky, but like, it's just going to change. That's the only, the only constant is change. Is that, that's a saying, right? People say that. Yeah. The only constant is change. Yeah. In your opinion, what was the major difference between working together with other people, like even other instructors and Joel, obviously, and working on your own while you were doing YouTube and the beginning of Egghead? What was the major thing that changed? I think that the most difficult part about being self-managed, especially around when it comes to creating lessons or materials in, in any way, is that... You don't have the deadlines, which is, you know, everybody's worst nightmare or like some people work really well with deadlines. I'm one of those people who does work well with deadlines. But the funny part about materials is if you have a deadline and you ship something, then materials might not be up to date, like something may have just changed or whatever. And so I think the ever-changing JavaScript community and the stuff I was always working on has, has had such an influence on the way that I had to approach my own personal job more than like if you're just sitting at a, at a desk working on some sort of product, then you don't really have to worry about all the tools and everything going on in, in the environment so much. You just kind of pick one, you stick with it until you ship. You're just at the mercy of, of the community when you're doing these materials. Would you say that collaborating in general, like with new instructors and with Joel has really improved what you thought Egghead could ever be? Uh, yeah, for sure. Like Egghead has grown from something that just had Angular to something that now if you need your, your database and your styles and your build tooling and learning Git or the HTTP messages or any of that stuff, like I could have done that by myself. Like we had to get everyone working together to kind of flush out and fill out all the topics and all the paths. And that's something we'll always be working on is like, how do you get the developer from just started to experienced and working on, on jobs? We want to help people kickstart their careers for sure. What are some key aspects that you think were really important when creating these connections and collaborating with them? When new instructors come on, we have an onboarding process where we help them make their first few lessons. We don't we don't just say, okay, go make some lessons. There's a feedback cycle. We get on there and we talk to them with the lessons they, they want to make. If you want to teach something or if you want to make something, if you just take a few seconds to talk to somebody about it first, that simple act of explaining it to somebody else, even if all they're doing is nodding their head, will give you so much more clarity as to what you want to make. The people we have onboarding have done a lot of training and research around how to pull ideas out of people and how to get them to know what they want to teach. You kind of start with the 
the end in mind and you work towards the end, kind of backwards planning ideas. You ask all those questions, how to get somebody to the end. And so I think like the, the communication there is like, you start with the, that baseline of understanding what the mission is and who we are. And then like the, the conversations and communication around how to, and, and what to. And then once that's all established, I think instructors have a much easier time of what expectations are. Like expectations are such a big part of any sort of communication that it can, it can really help them make great stuff. It's about trying to make them understand that we're all trying to do the same thing and also about making you say something. Being a teacher is what makes you understand things better, but that's the point. You have to explain why do you want to teach this? How has this helped you? Like, why do you want to do this? And just pulling that out of someone can really help structure something. There's also the thing about structure. Sometimes I feel like a lot of people want to teach something, but they don't quite know how because of the structuring of things that also really helps there to lay out some foundation and just talk to another human being. I don't think a lot of the times it doesn't even have to be a developer. They work with a lot of developers outside of Egghead, like in a collaborative way. Not recently. I, I think most recently I, I was teaching a lot of workshops a few years back. So I, I got to see a lot of what other people were, were building and working on and helping them make decisions. But as far as like collaborating on active projects, that gets into the consulting business. And th that's not something we've, we've done too much. Do you think tools like Code Sandbox have helped you in terms of collaboration? We use Code Sandbox extensively with Egghead. It's embedded in almost all of our demos to show off a lot of the uh, JavaScript or CSS or any sort of examples. And we use it in the way where you push the code to a GitHub repo and then Code Sandbox can generate the, the demo from the repo in the branch and we show our demos off that way. And it's a huge part of our, it's part of the onboarding process. We use Code Sandbox as far as the instructors making their original demos and getting feedback from the people who help them get started at Egghead. And then our review team, we have a team that goes through all of the lessons and make sure that they're up to date and check if like something had a major release that the demos still work and all that. Uh, they're going through code sandbox and forking them, checking with new versions and all of that. And then of course, all of the, the customers or audience or, or learners who come to Egghead are, are using code sandbox as they're looking at the demos after they complete a lesson. So it's definitely embedded in Egghead. And it's been great. I mean, especially because we're changing the demos a lot and keeping them up to date, the integration with GitHub has been, has been crucial for us as far as keeping the demos nice for everybody, you know. For people who are just getting started, it's a chance for them to learn new technologies, you know, try the Code Sandbox demos, see if they're still working with the latest versions. And we get that valuable feedback and we get, we get to keep our things up to date for other people who are going through it. About your job right now, what is the thing that you enjoy the most? So I'm actually working on a project called ScriptKit, which is a script runner from, if you've ever used like an Alfred or a keyboard maestro. It's similar to that in that you can like launch this prompt, but it's script first, meaning that you're writing these scripts, whether it's positioning windows or whether it's querying APIs, doing anything you want to automate 
your lights in your room or any any of that sort of stuff and querying it from a little prompt that that pops up. So I've been working on this for a few months now. I'm really excited to, to get it out there. And it's going to be, it's open source and it'll be available for everyone. And I'll, you know, I'll make learning materials around it and how to automate your life away, putting everything behind a keyboard shortcut. And I'm trying to get rid of that, that hurdle. I'm making it really easy to write a script and really easy to bind it to a keyboard shortcut or really easy to run, hopefully saving people a lot of grief in the process and helping them optimize their lives, lives a bit. So that sounds like a great idea. And I honestly cannot wait to use that. <laughs> It'll be fun. It's unique. People will see it and they'll, they'll think it's an Alfred, but it's not. It's something totally different. So I'm excited to get it out there. It's been a really good talk. I've had a lot of fun. It's been really fun. Can you just tell where our listeners can find you online? Yeah, just egghead.io is the flagship of everything I've done in my life. Scriptkit.app is where Scriptkit will be. And then John Lindquist on Twitter is a good place to find me. Thank you so much for coming. It was really fun to talk to you. Thanks. Do you have any final remarks? Anything else you want to say? Everyone be excellent to each other. Thank you so much for listening to the show this week. If you want to find out more information, visit us at codesandbox.io slash podcast. And if you like this episode, please share it on social media as well. Use the hashtag CSPpodcast, or you can send us a tweet at at CodeSandbox. Our executive producer is Maurice Cherry, with additional production help from Ciora Ford. Engineering and editing are the courtesy of Resonate Recordings. Special thanks to John Linquist of Egghead.io, as well as the entire team at CodeSandbox. Sandbox.